Have you been betrayed or hurt by a friend in the past and now find it hard to believe in friendship again? Don't worry. We're discussing overcoming friendship trauma right after this. Welcome to the Black Girl Bravado podcast, your weekly fix for all things mental health and wellness. I'm Brittany, the joke-cracking, detail-oriented friend who is always down the road when you need her. For the legal stuff, though, not the illegal stuff. And I'm Germany, the loyal friend who keeps you laughing. I'm a ray of sunshine, and you can always find me on the dance floor. And not only are we besties, but we're your besties. You heard me right. It's homegirl vibes here. Get ready for the girls to dish the real, the raw, and the fucking funny. And listen, we may drag you, but it's always in love. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome. Welcome back. I'm not going to sing it. Welcome back. (laughs) Right. My boo-boo babies. I haven't said that in a minute. Welcome back. And if you're new here, because we do have new listeners every week, welcome. We do. Y'all are the new boo-boo babies. Yes, you are. So how are you doing today? I'm doing fab. Fab? I'm doing fab. Okay, that's a change. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling um, really good, actually. Good. What's Um, what's contributing to your good feelings? Your happy feelings? Every in the air. That's what it is. Um, I think I'm just feeling mm, hopeful, optimistic of, you know, things changing and being better and having agency to make things different and better. Cause sometimes I feel like I'll just be like saying, I want things to be different. Mm-hmm. I want things to be better, but I don't remember or recall my own power in, in that effort to make them better. So it's funny that you say that because I had a feeling similar to that yesterday. That was like, girl, you have the power to create the life that you want. Yeah. So, so often I'm sitting in the passenger seat of my own car and then wonder why it's not moving. Bitch, because you ain't over in the driver's seat with the ignition on with your foot on the gas. Exactly. So I feel good. Um, You're stalled. Yeah, I feel good. We had a really great weekend last weekend. There's been a lot of friendship energy. Oh, yeah. I love that we're, uh, of course, still in our friendship bag. This is the last episode, but this has been even a month outside of the podcast where we've been cultivating um, connection and energy around friendship so it's been nice last week we hung out with our good girl ty yes always um nice to link with her mm-hmm. had a nice cute little brunch mm-hmm. Brittany and i went on a friend date we did on, on friday night we went to planta planta yeah it was a nice vibe aesthetic was on point and then you went out too i went to see janet jackson with our friend Alicia. Yeah, see? Yeah, it was a girls, it was a weekend full of girl time for sure. I love when we go on our intentional dates. We go out to eat all the time because we work together and mm. we'll just grab a bite. But this was intentional. We got dressed up. Yeah, we're like, we'll meet here Friday night. Yeah, we got dressed up. And, you know, we had a time. We did. And I love when we go out because we order all the stuff that we, we do. Want. We're like, feast. We want this, that, that. Yeah, that, it definitely that, gives that. peace. So I love those moments when it's like everything on the menu one of everything please friendship cups are full yeah exactly and you know what i would encourage y'all um because i know once we get older we're busy and it seems hard to connect with your girlfriends but i heard a good tip Mm. 
create like a standing. Oh yeah, I see that. Yeah, with your homegirl. Danielle so it's like, said that, huh? Maybe it was Danielle. Uh, I TikTok. don't remember, mm-hmm. but it's like create a standing date so that you don't have to go through the the cognitive load that it takes to figure out when am I available, what yeah. time. It's like that's already carved out, so you just have to figure out where you're gonna go. Right, Danielle Jackson. She's a friendship expert. I, I think that you also seen uh, that on TikTok because that's where I seen it. She's been on our pod before, and she's amazing. So great tip. Yes. And then this weekend has been also a, a weekend of fun and. Hanging out and doing it all is. the things. So I'm it's the summer energy. I'm finally, you guys, I'm telling you, it's that for me. Finally, Something about the season just gets the girls up mm-hmm. and gets the girls out going. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. This will be a good weekend. Me too. I'm, I'm excited. Good. I'm excited to be in this energy mm-hmm. and even more excited to be here with y'all chit chatting. Now, this is our final episode of our friendship series i'm sad to see it go because yeah. i really feel like we be in our bag when we talk about friendship we're friendship experts too. period that's it we're we're calling it we're claiming we're it. we friendship are experts we are um so yeah i've en- i've enjoyed the conversations that we've had thus far if you happen to be under a rock and didn't listen to our understanding your anger languages and mm-hmm. friendship our why is it so hard to make friends as adults with Dr. Marissa G. Franco. We had our friendship missteps. Go listen to all of those if you haven't listened to them. And then you can come back and listen to what we're talking about today, which is overcoming friendship trauma. Yes. I um too love when we talk about friendship. We've actually talked about friendship trauma in the past, but um, I love when we can come back to a topic and offer some fresh perspective or even think about how much has changed in the time span since we have talked about it Mm -hmm. and what might be different because the last time we talked about it and feel free to go back and listen. It was a great episode. I listened again before coming here to, you know, do this. It was friendship PTSD. But, you know, now now with the knowledge that we have around therapy speak, friendship trauma. Right. It's Um, called growth. Exactly. But friendship PTSD, we talked about this two years ago. And I just think about the space that I was in in my own relationship and friendship with Adrian. Um, and I was really grieving. I could tell that I was hurt. I could tell, too. I was when I was listening back, I was like, I'm so glad that 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 wound was healed. Girl, because you were a little hopeless. About it coming back together. Yeah, I was. I was. And as much as I was saying, like, I didn't have friendship trauma. You did. I did. I did. And although I had like I have great relationships in my life that I am nurturing and cultivating outside of Adrian when she wasn't in my life, I was still yearning for that. And nothing compared to that. Yeah. And it was such a wound. It was such a wound. And I was fearful of not getting that back. So although I wasn't afraid of not making new friends, I was like, dang, I'm never going to get my old friend back. So um, it was just really uh, mind opening to hear how hurt I was. Yeah. I'm like, wow, on the pod, raw. Girl, letting it all out. It was, it was, but I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm in a better space, a different space now. Yeah. Um, But I think that the conversation is still just as valuable. It is very valuable. I I think it's valuable because I'm still hearing people in our community who are struggling with friendship trauma. They vocalize it. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you're not over in the discord, come over there because the girlies are raw. They're real and they share. They do. But friendship trauma is basically when a friendship ends suddenly or badly. And you're scarred. Yeah. And it causes you to have fear. Mm hmm. Around re-entering or maybe not re-entering, starting new friendships. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, because it's like I done already been burned, bitch, and I'll be damned if you if you light the flame and burn me again. Exactly, bitch. I'm drenched in gasoline. <laughs> you gasoline. know, you just feel so vulnerable. Yeah. But yeah, it's like think about those moments where the people who you thought you were gonna ride and die with die. Ooh. You know, when it's like, dang, just like Drake said, if you was ride or die, then you should have been dead by now. Why are you riding if you, come on. The Drake lyric? You know, I love him. You do. I love him. Yes. Yeah. It's like, I thought we were going to be to the casket. I thought it was gang and it's not. You an op. Right. Or like, you feel like it's somebody where you, the bomb was unbreakable. Like how in that. What song is that? Alicia Keys. Oh. Through the technical difficulties. Uh -uh, uh -uh, uh Uh-uh. I don't like that one. Okay. And I don't know that one. Anyway. Okay. You were so hurt with the the friendship breakup with you and Adrian because you never saw y'all not being cool. Exactly. And you couldn't understand why she wanted something opposite than what you wanted. Mm-hmm. And that's what that trauma is. It's like our bond was so tight. I can't imagine me and you never being friends. Yeah. It will have to be when the casket drops. Lord, <laughs> please. It, 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 that's the only way it's going to make sense to me. And even then, it still ain't going to make sense unless my Take casket me. is dropping at the same damn time. It's like, okay, it makes sense. It was our time. It was our time. Lower them. But if our if we're still above ground and we're not friends. Yeah. It's going to be like, why? Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Yeah. It happens. Don't go away. More Black Girl Bravado after this. Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish... The possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the true accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. 
whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bankcourt Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. 
maybe you can share when has friendship trauma showed up in your life friendship trauma has shown up in my life in a unique way I think for me because it hasn't necessarily been that I've been something ended suddenly or badly but what I've recognized about myself is I have abandonment issues Mm -hmm. and that causes me that governs my steps sometimes yeah so I'll I'll share this story and Kayla if you're listening you didn't do anything wrong like I said (laughs) this is this is how I personally personally process things so when um Kayla entered her relationship over 10 years ago because she just celebrated her 10 year wedding anniversary which is beautiful um when she entered the relationship originally entered the not even originally but i i guess so in the beginning because i could tell when she got in the relationship with um caleb that this was serious yeah you know they were we were young we were 24 they were very intentional yeah they were very intentional they were already talking about marriage in a serious way not the way where we're like mash or you know they were courting they were courting. They mm-hmm. had dates set. And I'm like, oh, shit, you know, this is energy's energy's changing. This is different. And that caused a change in the way that we were hanging out, mm. which that's to be expected. But this was the first time that this had happened to me because, again, we were younger and I my shit wasn't moving and grooving like that. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And neither was anybody else's. So we were roommates at the time. And she was one of my best favorite roommates. I feel like me and her could have lived together for fucking ever. Mm-hmm. It was so seamless and it was just so good. Um, so we were mo- roommates at the time. That dynamic was going to change because she was going to be moving with him once they got married. Um, and so I was just like, whoa, like, yeah, wow. So the way that this has like shown up as friendship trauma for me is not because she did anything wrong is because of my abandonment issues. I was like, I've been guarded to that. Mm -hmm. I've been guarded to that experience because I'm like, I know how it feels to have a friendship shift. Mm -hmm. So this showed back up when you got into a relationship with Andres and you guys decided that you were going to move in with each other. It's like, okay, here we go. I'm triggered. Yeah, 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 for sure. I'm triggered because I've already experienced this. And I have the potential for the friendship dynamic to change and to protect myself. I'm going to put up a wall. Mm -hmm. That's how friendship trauma has shown up for me because it's like, let me put up a wall to prevent myself from being abandoned. Yeah. That's one instance. Yeah. I I can echo those sentiments that I had this experience recently. It's really the abandonment. The the girls who struggle with abandonment, it shows up in your friendship. And specifically because of the dynamic that Adrian and I share, we have this history of like the relationship breaking apart and then coming back together. And it happens so unexpectedly. And also because I know the way that she moves about relationship in her life, you know, like she's has a great sense of what's important priorities and what, how to navigate certain seasons at different times, you know, like, okay, this needs to be prioritized here because I'm in this season of my life. So she's embarking on uh, some new, a new journey of her own, which is going to shift her priorities. And just for context, we talk like every day on FaceTime for an extended period of time because she's a stay at home mom. And she usually has like a lot of free time during the day, not to not do anything, but she can do other things while we're right. talking. Mm-hmm. So if I'm at work and doing my office thing, it's like that's how we key key because we don't get a chance to see each other 
you know, as frequently as like you and I do outside. Right. Yeah, yeah. So um, I have l- become accustomed to that aspect of our relationship and our friendship and our communication style. So when she shared with me like, oh, I'm about to be starting this new thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of like initially I didn't process it. I was just kind of like, OK, cool. You know, that's good. I'm happy for you. Whatever you want to do. I'm standing behind you. Ten toes down. You already know the vibes. But then when I thought about it, um, I was thinking, Ooh, this is going to shift the way we communicate because now I know how much focus and time and dedication attention needs to go into this new thing that you're pursuing. Where does that leave me? Right. And I feel like I've are, I have some scars there, some wounds from when she initially entered into her marriage and had children and those things became the priority. And then I was deprioritized what yeah. I felt like I was deprioritized. Yeah. So when she shared, like, I'm about to do something new, I was You're thinking, like, here we go again. Exactly. I said, oh, hell no. So <laughs> I felt myself in the, in the moment I did it. But when I thought back on it after a few days mm-hmm. of us not talking as frequently as we usually do, I was like, yo, I'm really pulling back and I'm putting a wall up in efforts to try to protect myself from her just being able to leave or abandon me again. Right. I was like, uh, uh-uh, no. If, if anybody's going to do the abandonment, it's going to be me leaving you. I know. I don't want to leave her. I know, but it's an effort to protect yourself. Yes, it's like a defense like, mechanism. Let me start pulling away mm-hmm. so that I can adapt. To when we can't talk often. Exactly. It's kind of like, oh, don't worry. Don't don't even say, I can't talk today. I can't because I'm already yeah, prepping like, and let's, priming let, myself. Yeah, let's prep and prime the environment so that it's not like a shocking rug pull from under yeah, my feet. Yeah, I'm not jarred. It's like, okay. We've been gradually getting here. That yeah. is very much how I how I was, which doesn't help. No, the friendship it doesn't. And then I also think like, okay, at this big age, I mean, it's expected for well, at Kayla's, I didn't feel when it happened with Kayla, I didn't feel like it was a big age. But mm-hmm. when it happened with you, I'm like, at this bigger age, <laughs> um, at this it's age. expected for people's priorities to start shifting towards their significant other. I mean, shit, what the fuck, you know? I That's know, it's just, the, it's just a hard pill to swallow when it's time exactly. for you to take the meds. And it's like, okay, I haven't yet entered a relationship that has allowed me, I guess, mm-hmm. to start taking those priority shifting steps. Yeah. I've been in relationships, but we haven't moved together. Nowhere near close to moving together. Mm-hmm not seriously talking about marriage. So I've only been on the receiving end of it, not the distributing end. Right. Like, Hey, so things are changing. Yeah. But when you feel those, I could just speak to myself and maybe somebody else might be having these feelings. I had to acknowledge like, Oh, you're doing something here. You're doing something like as, as subconscious or unconscious as that you think it is, it it's conscious. It's a conscious effort. Like you're not emoting the way you would emote normally. You're not giving as much. You have like this little, you know, block up right. where you just, I really was like, uh-uh, I'm a little afraid. My heart is on the it's line. It's some fight, fight or flight mode. Yeah. And I share with her, like, I just want to let you know that like, I have a little, I have a little block up. That's good that y'all were able to have the conversation because it could really go. It could grow legs and run. It was on this way. The shoes were by the door. And she even said that because she has the ability and the capability to put a block up and a wall wall up too. It'll be two walls up. Yeah. And she acknowledged it. She was like, I'm glad that we're having this conversation because I was feeling what you were feeling. I was feeling what you were putting out Mm. and it took a lot out of me to not not pull back too. right. You know, and I think that that's, 
I think that it's worth sharing that even despite the depth of the relationship, because Adrian and I have a very deep relationship. It's easy for it to slip. It's, it ha- it's easy for it to go someplace that you don't intend for it to go. And that's like we talked about the friendship missteps episode, right? It's these tiny little fractures that you look up and one day it's like, oh, things are so different. So the intentionality around friendship, especially when there's trauma or these little wounds that you might feel triggered by is so important to communicate no matter if you've been friends for two years 10 years Uh, I've been friends with Adrian since I was 15 since 16 you know what I mean and that's damn near how I almost half of my life right and it still takes a lot of energy and effort and actionable action to not act out of my own human emotion because we're all here being who we are and sometimes we're afraid and we're scared and that doesn't change just because like I'm locked in with you Right. And we it, it, it all comes down to both people not wanting to be hurt. Right. You didn't want to be hurt by being potentially abandoned. And she didn't want to be hurt by noticing that you have a wall up. And her being abandoned. Because she even be, says yeah. like, okay, well, you pulling back makes me feel like yeah. you're abandoning me. It's like we both have these issues and these. We both putting it on the floor. Tissue, right. Again. A little open wound tissue. And we need, <laughs> right. <laughs> and we need to acknowledge that, hey, I think there's beauty in saying like, I know that you can hurt me and I can hurt you, but we don't want to. We don't want to. We don't want to hurt each other. You know, I like that. Some of the homegirls shared some ways that they've been hurt or betrayed in friendship and it's caused them to be skeptical about starting new friendships. And I feel like a lot of a lot of these are relatable. Let's share a couple. Um, One of the homegirls said that. I noticed she never took my side. She showed up for others in ways she never did for me. Mm. Um, someone says that she lost a six-year friendship shortly after starting graduate school full-time, mm. which is relatable. Yeah. Um, another one said that she started a company with her homegirl, and then she randomly cut her out of the company and tried to stay friends. Which Absolutely is like, bitch, not. excuse me, yeah, the no. cut out and then you want to stay gang gang? No, now you're cut. Right. Another one said that she found out her friend um, slash roommate pillow talked with a nigga about her ex and um, her. And she doesn't trust her or anyone, to be honest. And I'm like, yeah, like, why are you pillow talking about what the fuck we got going on? Right. Um. Now, this one really blew my wig back. I had to glue my edges yeah yes yeah. strap down your you she said that a friend started living temporarily with a guy that she dated and it's like how how did you guys decide that that was an arrangement that needed to be arranged that Bitch. was appropriate right like what the fuck um another one and this could be the last one is i used to have a friend who would lie to me to spare my feelings and i hated that mm. Honesty is important. It is. Even if it hurts, truth hurts sometimes. But Truth hurts. Hurts. Yeah, truth hurts sometimes, but so does lying. Right. And that hurts worse. That hurts more. Yeah. When you look up and it's like, bitch, you was being dishonest. Uh, who's, who's just lying these days? Yeah. You don't have to lie to me. You don't you have really to. You really don't. Just keep it a Let's just keep it honest. Let's keep the friendship pure. And let's just talk about it. Mm-hmm. But... We can all agree that a lot of us have experienced friendship trauma, whether it was intentionally or yeah. unintentionally. Shit. We can get scarred. Yeah, we have wounds. We can get scarred. We have wounds. 
But the goal here is to not let this prevent you from forming new friendships. Yeah. Because then we're isolated, we're alone, or we're lonely, and we're like, okay. And we've already learned, Dr. Marissa, share with us like the importance of friendship on our mental health. Like friendship is really important. So it can't get to the point where hope, well, it, it can, but I hope for everyone's sake that it doesn't get to the point where you no longer see the importance or the value around friendship because literally your life is depending on it. It is your happiness, your joy, your mental health is depending on you being in community with someone. So um, stick around because we got a few announcements and our next segment tools for your toolkit right after this. Okay, y'all, so before we jump into our next segment, let's get into a few of our church announcements. (laughs) If you are here and you have not left a rating for the show, you have not let us know how you feel about the episode because we love to read those and you have not hit that follow and that bell. Do that. Yeah, it's super important. That's very important. It's your payment for being here listening for free on Spotify. Just do us a solid. Also, feel free to answer the poll question or the question associated with today's episode. We love hearing your feedback. And um, it really is creates an interactive um, aspect to you listening and us putting out the content. It lets us know that you're picking up where we're putting down and it makes the communication a two way street. Exactly. We tried We tired of going down a one way. Okay. we want to see your car. We want to see you coming. (laughs) We want to see your car coming. Also, um, join. Join our exclusive membership community, the Homegirl Hangout. We mentioned Discord earlier in the episode. That's our group chat via the Homegirl Hangout where we um, hold each other accountable. We can ask for, y'all can ask for advice amongst the community, ask for our advice. We just tap in with one another more frequently Mm -hmm. to direct open communication, line of communication, a thread between the community, which is really beautiful. It is. Um, We have our bonus episodes. So we did our cocktails and conversations, which is a workshop series that we're doing with our besties. Um, We're doing different workshops every other month. So we talked about how to be happy for others, which helps us build stronger relationships. Um, We also talked about getting over the spotlight effect because a lot of us think that people are more concerned with us than they are. And I'm excited because next month we're bringing our book club back. Yes, we're bringing our book club back. The girlies are ready to start reading again. So, yeah, join us over there if you want some extra goodies, extra goodies and to connect with like minded women. Our focus and goal here is always building community. And this is just another way that it can happen for us and for you. All that information is down in the show notes. Let's shout out our new patrons, though, because y'all are the wind beneath our wings. You keep the lights on. You are. So we have Brittany. Another Brittany. Hey, girl. You spelled it like me. Hey, girl. Kaylee. Hey, Kaylee, girl. And Vicky. Hey, Vicky. Although I said I was going to stop saying girl. I don't want to Girl is not. Yeah, I need ge- girl is non binary. So I'm you sorry know, if you hear girl. Girl, on- girl, girls. When <laughs> if I'm you talk- hear girl on this show, it's non binary. Yes. It's damn near they, them. For us. <laughs> so, yes, welcome. Um, so, y'all. get over there. Welcome. And also, make sure you're signed up for our newsletter because that's where you hear about all of our in person link ups and things coming down the pipeline. We mm-hmm. are linking up next month in real life. July. July 8th. Yeah, we're having a picnic. We are having a picnic. So, you heard it here first, mm-hmm. but you'll get the details somewhere else first. So, sign up. So, sign up for our <laughs> newsletter. 
Okay. Yeah. Let's get into the tools for let's your Let's get back into the show and get into these toolkits. So. Our toolkits. Toolkits. The tools. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> the tools that are in said toolkit. So working through this friendship trauma. Mm-hmm. First tool is to listen to your gut. Yeah. This is important because sometimes people do scar us and they need to be they need to be left right where they had us fucked up. At. Exactly, girl. What did um Mother Maya say? When people show you who they are, believe them the first time. Believe them. Believe. Or she said, maybe she believe, said, believe them. them. She, we you added, you added something time. else. I'm like, yeah, the first time. But she said, believe them. We do have to believe them because you know what? For some of the friendship flaws or mm-hmm. friendships that have went to the left for me, mm-hmm. I can say that people who have showed me who they were before the friendship had grew. Yeah. And I can tell by the ways that they explain situations that happened in their previous friendships are some of their character characteristics that I wasn't really feeling it, but maybe they would be different with me. Yeah. And then it comes around on the back end and it's like, okay, bitch, you know, you really are sick girl. So if people are doing this little sneaky shit, like some of y'all shared, take note. Take it for face value. Yes, take it for face take it value. At face it's value. not even giving a note. Just understand that maybe that's who they are. Maybe the friendship won't be as deep. And you know, it's not to say that they are terrible. They just don't need to be in deep relationship with you. And again, refer back to last week's episode. Or actually, no, not last week's, the weeks before, Dr. Marissa's episode, where she distinguished clearly between good company and good friends. Yes. You know, this yes, is when you yes, can yes. apply that theory mm-hmm. to these situations. Maybe these are people you just hang out with, y'all turn up, you have a good time, but it's not such an investment where you can get hurt by them being who they are and yeah. having terrible ethics and morals. It's like, girl, we could party together, we could throw some ass, but I'm not introducing you to my family and my nigga because I don't really know how I could trust you. Girl. We just leave it at the function. We link at the function. We dismiss each other at the function. Yeah, and I'll we see go you to next brunch, time. but you will not be at my home with me and my man. And that's just that on you that. You keep telling me how you still texting your old friends, men. And I don't like that. And I don't like that. I don't like that for me and my home. <laughs> don't like it at all. Next, uh, next tool is try not to let one isolated event with a specific person jade your perspective on friendship in general so a lot of times we're having these moments and this is difficult because this is where the trauma stems from where you're hurt by a friend who does something very specific to you they do mess with your man you know they did pillow talk with your nigga about whatever whatever Mm -hmm. whatever the situation is but don't allow that to harden your heart to the idea that a good friend who is aligned and has the ethics morals values that you are also looking for in friendship they they exist you know they exist and we talked about isolating yourself we can't allow these moments in time to freeze us there you know unthaw unthaw and move forward (laughs) yeah we do because the self-isolation can cause a break in the friendship. Imagine if I would have really self ice pulled away from you and then you wouldn't have been like, Brittany, what's going on? And then we would have really ventured off. Mm. And then we wouldn't have been sitting here talking to y'all today. Yeah. You know, you just have to be willing to communicate and allow yourself to be open to the possibility of other friends, new friends, better friends, more aligned friends. 
Yeah. You know, you get all, think about all the times you might have worked at a shitty job <laughs> and you leave the job and you end up finding a place that feels more aligned. Not that it might be your dream job. Yeah. But a job that's like, I can actually work here. The work cause the work workplace culture is not toxic. Right. I'm not struggling. It's like I come get my money and I go. Right. Same idea with friendship, relationships, anything in life. Yeah. There are going to be some bumps in the road, some ebbs and flows, but don't let that stop you on your journey to yeah, be better. Yeah, don't generalize people. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. how one person does it is not how all people do it. And one monkey don't stop no show. They don't. Um, another tip or tool is not to rush into friendships to avoid feeling lonely. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes once we're traumatized and say we do have to end a friendship, we're like, okay, I just need to feel this space. And then we rush into friendships that might not be a good fit. Yeah. I be doing this, not with friendships, but other ones, <laughs> other type of relationship, <laughs> the, the get out, the get under, the get yeah, under. Yeah, because it's like, you know, I don't want, I need somebody here. I need somebody to go out with. I need somebody to talk the with. Companionship. I need the companionship. I need this, mm-hmm. but that's scarcity mindset, Yeah, which I've realized I have more than I would like to admit. The scarcity mindset makes you feel like, you know, you don't have a lot of options or you have to hurry up and move with this sense of urgency mm-hmm. instead of allowing the right friendships to present themselves at the right time. You can be proactive. You can go out trying different activities and making it a goal or an intention to meet people. Mm-hmm. But you don't got to force the shit. No. You know? Yeah. We're keeping our feelers out. We're being aware of the red flags, yellow flags, and just being mindful like, okay. Which takes us into the next tip. Take it slow. You know, do a multi-point inspection on these new people or friends that you allow to enter into your life. Increase the value on what it takes to interact with you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, really, if you are assessing a new friendship or a new relationship, decide... What, what are your values? That's a great question when you meet somebody. Girl, what do you need in a friend? What are you looking for in a friend? And if they align, then move forward. But to your point of, you know, taking it slow and we we have time, y'all. We don't have to rush the space feel. The right people are coming. The right opportunities are coming. The right interactions are coming. I was on TikTok and um, I had stumbled into Christian talk. Mm-hmm. And every now and again, I get in this, those streets. Mm-hmm. But um, the person who was recording the video was like why as soon as you pray that lord remove anything that's not like you pray for him you that one he answers immediately girl that one he answers immediately it has a 24 hour turnaround girl i'm like damn in three to five business days girl, he said that one i could expedite every I could time overnight i say it. that prayer be like the next day okay now i'm gonna look at the your phone and you doing something stupid and i love he was like you know god don't play about his covenant nor his children mm-hmm. so period but in the comments because the real tb in the comments yeah somebody was like normalize praying in the talking stages or the beginning stages of a thing so that you ain't even got to get attached to something that you're not supposed to get attached to. Mm. And I think that in relationship, we're, we are so thirsty and hungry for relationships. Yeah, we and, have a deep desire. So yeah. we just want it to work and we just attach ourselves to something that looks promising yeah Yeah. and that's romantic relationships but as you're entering into these friendships any relationship with somebody i think that it's okay for you to be like lord is this the type of homegirl i need to connect myself to let me know expose her now let me know if i shouldn't be 
deep witter. Yeah. You know, because people will start to show you some things. Some things could get oh, revealed. Yeah. Oh, really? Bring it to the if light, Lord. Just, like you said, take your time. Yeah. Take your time. <laughs> it's here for you. It's here for you. People yeah. can't hide, can't stay hidden. And that's another thing. And prayer. maybe not, they're not even trying to hide. Mm-mm. But we be having those glasses on. What color do they be? Rose. Rose. Rose colored. Yeah. They're definitely rose colored. They be rose. Yeah. But you know, you said that we should be like asking questions like, what are your values? I think sometimes we can use this space to even figure out what the fuck our values are. Mm-hmm. Our own? Our own. Yeah. Yeah. Use this, use the space to make sure that you are creating an environment for these quality friendships to exist because sometimes we, we, we contribute to the problem. Yeah, for sometimes sure. Sometimes we contribute to the problem and sometimes there's some work that we need to do. Yeah. To make sure that we can be the good friend that we want. The best friend that you, yeah, show up. Because some of us are flawed. Yeah. We are flawed in our, we might be the friend who's been doing all the, the hurting. Yeah. there. I mean, it's really, there's a receiving and a giving. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm receiving the trauma, who's dishing it? <laughs> okay. I need to know that that's the girl that needs to work. I wonder how I have contributed now that's making me think because I know I'm not perfect to someone else's friendship trauma. I wonder how I have potentially traumatized some people who are no longer friends with me who may feel like, yeah, Mm. fuck. Mm. I wonder. And I wonder. Yeah, that's that's a good question. That's a good question. I don't if you've been my friend before in the past don't take this opportunity to reach out to me and tell me no I don't want to know baby we you not locked in currently on your own, but it's just like a self-reflecting yeah, exercise sure. you know we do our journaling prompts that's something to think about like just taking accountability and making sure not to do it again for sure for you know sure. I don't want to have no words with them but I'm just thinking yeah and that that's a great element to have in your current relationships the com- communication piece mm-hmm. if i'm not showing up the way i need to show up if i'm creating some sort of tension or anxiety in your life let me know mm-hmm. you know then i think that's how you can move forward and take accountability now we don't know what we did in the past yeah but currently yeah. how are you how showing, am I up, showing and, up yeah am i traumatizing you am i doing anything that's ruffling your feather, feathers yes but final tool is we can use our previous experiences as data mm-hmm. okay yeah examine like we said that's the segue what went wrong what could have been differently what you don't want to happen again in your new friendships instead of just completely writing it off use it as data like you know what i realize that i really like this but on the other hand i don't like this type of shit period so i know i have more information intel to attract and identify good friends the kind of friends i want and the kind of friend i'm willing to be Mm mm-hmm Yeah, I think those are all strong tips, ones that we can take with us along our journey to becoming better friends. Yes. All right, y'all. So um, we have our next segment. Actually, it's going to be our last segment. Pick up your pen. We're We're dropping dropping a gem. And in this segment, we share the things that we're loving. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. they're just giving us life in the current moment. You girlies have used them and a lot of you have agreed with the gems that we share. So I love that. Mm. What's our gem for the week? Our gem this week is the ADHD hyperfixation playlist. Mm. It's available on Spotify. I share with y'all that I I am not diagnosed currently. 
Uh, I have more tea on that on Patreon. I'll be sharing my journey. Mm -hmm. But um, I've just been trying to find little tools, things that I can implement to help me with my focus. Mm -hmm. And I've really been loving this ADHD hyperfixation playlist. So when I find that I'm feeling a little scatterbrained or I need to like lock in and take care of some things, usually in the morning, because I'll find myself straying off doing other stuff. Mm stop to get on my phone for yeah, a minute yeah, um, yeah. when I know I need to do some things I turn this playlist on and it really just allows me to you know do what I need to do take care of what I need to do and that it's hard for me to take care of what I need to take care of what kind of music is it like? um it's I'll play a little bit okay preview I can see it yeah because you know it's not distracting it's not because so let me say something I try to like listen to like piano covers. Mm-hmm. You like it? Piano. I love it. Okay. But I notice that I still get distracted because I start adding mm-hmm. in the words. It's mm-hmm. a cover, piano cover. And, and here I am. It's a, At this point, it's instrumental for me to do the, the lyrics, for me to add the lyrics. <laughs> Girl, I'm like, now my focus still gone. Yeah. So I like that. Oh, sorry. Then came back on. I like so that. I will share this. It'll be down in the show notes. Let me know how y'all like it. Again, okay. you do not need to be diagnosed to enjoy this playlist. No, if you just need some help with your focus. That's it. Um, It's a goodie. It, it's, it's, it's one of those that's really helping the girls. Good. So I think we've come to the end of the road. We have come to the end of the road. Thank y'all for rocking with us during this friendship series. Come back next month because we're going to have a cute, fun travel series yes we're going to be talking about solo travel Mm -hmm. living abroad romance abroad romance abroad and also astral cartography which i'm hella excited about yeah this is going to be a good series i'm really excited we love you we'll see you next week see y'all next week Bye. bye